This goes out to Whitney. I believe that you're conjuring our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty. <clears throat> beauty that to make it easier Let the children's laugh mm, mm. Uh, mm, uh, Try this again <clears throat> Everybody's searching for a hero Teach them well Someone to look up to Never found A feeling Um, this is the Far Out Podcast. Far Out Podcast. Um, with Todd Perry, Buck Perez, and tonight from the rotating gang of uh, cigar store Indians, um, Adam Albright Hanna. Children of future, teach them well, let them lead the way. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Hey, Todd, how we doing? And to the left of me. Coming oh. back on the show for the first time since, I believe, maybe the late uh, 40s in numbers of shows. Uh, there's been a couple attempts to get this man back on, but uh, finally worked out. Uh, the great Adam Albright-Hanna. What up, dude? Nice. There. Uh, you may know Adam as a contributing writer to The Onion. The creator of Manosterone.com, very very funny website, and a guy who take who is the Stanley Kubrick of podcasting. He he comes out with a podcast about every seven or eight months or whatever. You're on to two now, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. You think them through all the way and make sure everything's fine tuned and perfect. You you cast, recast, fire the screenwriters until you found perfection, and then you drop the shows out at. Uh, Adam and Friends posture, something like that. <laughs> it's been a while since I've checked it, but yeah, yeah. The shit is epic, epic. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 great to have uh, Adam here. And uh, before we get into uh, everything, because on today's show, I'm going to reveal his top secret crush. I have, oh. and um, we have uh, a couple uh, romantic Valentine's Day ideas and oh. lots of listener mail. But but before we get into that, uh, last weekend uh, was the Super Bowl. And uh, Adam and his wife were, were nice enough to invite my wife and I over to their house for a Super Bowl party. Oh, very good. And we had a, we, we had a great time. Thank you. Uh, there was one thing, like I always, I don't know, I'm, I'm a very guilty person. Like I always feel like whenever I go to a social gathering, I always make sure I didn't say, say anything offensive to people or wasn't a dick or didn't get too drunk or whatever because I have a history of like foot and mouth and, and things like that. You have a bad rep for that, yeah. Yeah, I, I will say stupid things all the time. But it happens, yeah. I, I but I, I was doing a, a post mortem on a, you know a Adam's party and and I realized I, I um, y- your wife had made some chili yes and the chili was cooking all day <laughs> and I was very hungry and so we, she she wouldn't allow me to have any chili till about halftime I kept you know walking in a chili when's the you're, chili happening you're eyeballing it I love chili you're fucking eyeballing the chili I yeah. love chili and it smelled so good the game was pretty good. From what I hear, I didn't get to watch it, but yeah, it was a pretty good game, right? Right, yeah. And people are watching it. You're fucking zoning chili. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I hope there's gonna be enough. I was having a 
pre-chili anxiety. I hope there's going to be enough chili. <laughs> I, I hope that the, the people don't take all the corn chips before I get to the corn exactly. chip. Were there Fritos? Yeah. There were Fritos. I mean, nice. everything oh. was done goddamn right. But <laughs> also, that shit, yeah. also, somebody who's kind of addicted to spicy food, mm. I, I have this problem where like, I want to make sure things are adequately spicy for my taste. So uh, I, I, I uh, approached the chili, and uh, once I, I made my bowl with Fritos and cheese and the whole bit, and everyone was lining up. It was excited. I was salivating. And then I, I, I asked your wife, I said, did you happen to have any hot sauce right here? And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah I got some stuff. And you had the, the, this habanero stuff I actually own myself. Nice. It's a red ball of habanero. Right. Um, you look like you're unfamiliar with the... Uh, Adam. Yeah. I, Do you I, know the bottle of... Uh, I, 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 I bought a lot of hot sauce recently, and I haven't paid close attention to the uh, brand. To the exact... Okay, <laughs> it's, it's the red bottle. I, and, and so I was quite excited, so I immediately just started going at the chili with the hot sauce. Shit, and, aren't, aren't all hot sauces red, motherfucker? Well, yeah. <laughs> Isn't the bottle like, oh, <laughs> the, the red one? Of, yeah. yeah. The bottle was made out of glass. <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> it came out in little spurts. It had a, pic- a picture yeah. of a man with a very large mm. sombrero on it sitting beneath a cactus. <laughs> but uh, so I, I started putting it on, and then, then your wife turns to me and says, uh, have you tasted it yet? <laughs> and so I, I, I felt bad that like I just totally, you know, mm. under underassumed her based on being a white woman on how spicy the chili was going to be. It ended up being pretty spicy, and then I kind of overspiced it, and she was right. But then I felt, oh, I feel bad. Like, if, if I had cooked something and people just started doctoring up with the hot sauce beforehand, like, you know. So, so I felt a little bad about that later. I, I do not think you need to feel bad. She didn't think twice about that. You're on the right. good friends list. And I just want to say, pattern for the last show is hot sauce. Yes. We've been talking a lot about hot sauces. So, yeah, I think this is a good thing. Hot sauce and we'll diarrhea. Just, <laughs> basically, we'll just, keep, we'll just keep leading with that because it seems to work. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the numbers keep going up. I realize, you know, as a, as a program director, the more you talk about hot sauce, numbers skyrocket. I don't know what it is. We found something. Yeah. But... Um, so, Adam, you were saying earlier that there's an interesting thing going on. I, I, I loved your apartment, and uh, there's, you said something interesting going on with the neighbor you were telling me before we started. To... It is the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. The oh. nicest thing God has ever done. Because uh, so, God's, been, God's been bad to you. He's yeah. been cruel. It's been he's harsh. been funny, but not cool. Ironic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's been ironic. So, I have, you know, we have an extra bedroom, which I serves as my office. Yes. That's where I make my yes. ginormous. Make your, income. Make your porn movies. Right, Go ahead. basically. Yes. Well, it's funny you say that because this young woman moved across the way from me in the building across from the window. Okay. And in the, when she first moved in... Across she, the like, other building. Like across if I look out my window, yeah, like she's 10 right feet over, there's another building and I can see right this into her room. Classes like Woody Allen movie type. Exactly. Yeah, and at awesome. first... I notice she turned on her light, and I'm standing there staring, and she gets creeped out like anyone else would. Sure. And then, like, she turns off her light immediately. Now, what, then, what does she look like? She's gorgeous. Um, what, what brand of gorgeous? Half black brand. Ooh. Now, is it, is it the caramel? Because half black, it could, go, it could go wildly wrong or wildly right. There's no in-between. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they could, she can have a, a, an odd freckly look, like the general manager of the Raiders, or she could have a... Um, Caramely Rihanna type skin, which is probably the, the 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 hottest skin tone in America. Yeah, well, I haven't gotten that close yet. Yes, I haven't bought the binoculars yet, but yeah, it seems like the Carmely nice. It's just nice. Yeah, very petite. Ooh, but, right? nice. so a few days after she saw me being able to look right into her apartment, she bought a sheet 
Um, <laughs> which, and then she put it up. And this sheet, she believes, for some reason, is completely uh, You can't see through thick, this. Right? And it's, it's actually... Made of steel. Very clear. Yeah. It's, it's like the Shroud of Turin she put up. I think she knows. Women know this shit. She's just kind of teasing you a bit. I don't, yeah. I don't... I do not think so. But, um... So, yeah, at first when she started undressing, she would have her back to me. And then oh, last yeah. couple of weeks, oh, I yeah. now, I almost every night, I see her get undressed. And I was wondering if you thought that was creepy, because I'm starting to feel kind of creepy. <laughs> now, now, do you, now, do you, do you kind of think about it during the day? You're like, well, she gets off work at this time. <laughs> she tends, tends to change her clothes around this time. Like, right. are you, are you preoccupied with this? Uh, do, you, do you find reasons, like, you tell your wife you're going to the office, like, I, I think I left something in the office, and you go in there, like... <laughs> well, I definitely wonder about... What? <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> I got up so excited thinking right, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it, I've been amazingly lucky, like, almost every night, whatever time it is, as long as it's dark, I'll see the light turn on, yeah. I'll put my head around my computer screen, and then almost every night I've gotten some sort of show. Wow. And they're only getting better. Now, what kind of... Like uh, that's what I'm saying. She knows this. It's they're getting better each time. There's gonna be music involved on the next one. Right. I think she's getting going. more comfortable because, like, when yeah. she first took off her shirt, she had her back to me. And then she must have thought, like, well, I guess if you could have seen me, I would have heard about it by now. Because right. right. so now she'll do it like completely out the window. Now, nice. look, is she changing into like a lingerie before she goes to bed, or is she like is she is she acting like a midwestern college girl and putting on sweats, or is she she's slipping into something a little sexy for Adam? <laughs> well, I think she she goes out. So I think oh. she's just changing like her shirt to go out and stuff like that. Okay, all right. Now, do you see her like like going out to your car in the morning or whatever, and you know you say hi or is, do you talk to her? Do you know her name? Is it? No, I haven't gotten that far because she parks in the back. She has a little uh, like a garage or whatever. So yeah. I've only seen glimpses of her walking out of her building towards there. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't recognize her if I saw her on the street. But man, I'd recognize the person. <laughs> Thing. But like the creepy part, I th- I feel is that like I now kind of turn to turn off my light when her light comes on, just so she can't <laughs> oh, see me. Oh man! Oh no! Yeah, Once you start exactly. sitting in the dark, <laughs> right. like yeah. this is like rear window. Yeah. That's what I was worried. But She's that's like peeping it's, top it's type the, shit. Well, I, I, I don't really like that term. Yeah, like, I don't like that. <laughs> it's my own. Get by that term. Peeping, peeping Adam. Yeah, exactly. It's my own room. I just happen to be standing gotcha. there frozen, trying not to make a sound with the light off. What, what you got to do is next time you got to get yourself. Uh, maybe you have a change jar in your office. What you got to do is you got to when she starts changing. I mean, you don't want to ruin it for yourself, but right. who knows? Mm-hmm. Like maybe if you like threw something against the window and got her attention. And, and then maybe she would then start putting on a show. You know, maybe she maybe she finds no. you you know a, attractive. I, I'm not risking anything to change this. This is the greatest yeah. thing that's ever happened. Okay, yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, speaking of secret crushes, uh, I, I've held on to something for quite some time. Um, there is a uh, there, there is a girl who is on a podcast that I've um, secretly developed a, a crush on audio wise through listening to her for the last. Uh, couple of months or so maybe oh, about six gosh. eight eight months maybe a year i don't know it's a, it's a gal named allison rosen who is the um the co-host on the adam carolla podcast and she has a very droll kind of sense of humor but very quick and uh she 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 seems like my kind of gal you know the kind of girl that when i was single 
I would, you know, I would go for it. And, and, and I figured that now I have my life together. You know, you start thinking about taking on a girlfriend or something. You're still, you know? you're still gonna go for it, right? Yeah. Well, it's that get your groove. Yeah. Well, it's, well, no, it's not that I'm gonna cheat. It's it's the fact that it's it's this weird thing that happens in your brain. You're like, I really got something going on these days. Like, women could really dig me now. You right. know. Hmm. And, and then you go, wait, I'm married. But hmm. you're so comfortable with your wife and everything that you're like, they're almost kind of like family in a way that you you, you kind of forget there's a sacred bond. You know, like you almost like if. Like, if I go out somewhere, like, let's say I go to get my hair cut, and I think the girl who's cutting my hair is kind of flirting with me, I almost want to come home and tell my wife, you want to this? I, think, I think I had a shot with a chick today. Yeah. Right. You know, you don't, but it, it's clearly wrong, but your brain still is in, you know, propagate the species mode, no matter what. But, but anyway, so I've, uh, as, as a married man, you have to have these small uh, fantasies in your mind or whatever that, sure. that just to, that, that prevent you from acting out or it's, whatever. It's more delusions, yeah. Delusions, yes. Delusions, yeah. And so yes. I've, I've been I've been uh, 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 attracted by this woman, hmm. and uh, then then I found out that Aud- she, audioly. Yeah, just through the audio. And have you seen a picture of her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's raven haired, very beautiful, oh, and, and she's Jewish, which has always been a thing I've been into. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and, he's, he's into it, yeah. And you know, so. What happens is, uh, I heard that she is um, she's doing her own podcast coming up soon, oh. like a, a solo podcast is a side thing. I heard about this, very excited. Sure. And I found out, like you know, it, it might be one of these ones where she's interviewing other uh, comedians or whatever. And I thought, nish nish, honey, you don't, you know, everybody's doing the comedian interviewing the comedian, and there's twelve comedians that go on everybody's show, and you, you know, and it's, um, I, th- I think she has a chance to really step out and do something great. And I figured. She probably could use a co-host in this matter, and Ooh. and oh. so I was I was going through my list of people who, yeah. who would yeah, be I a think good. It, I think Adam would be great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, That's Adam, a good idea. Adam Todd. would be really great. Well, you know, Adam's a Adam. little green, little green. You <laughs> no, know, he I mean, was one of the people I considered. Maybe smooth up on theirs, but no, his time put on this podcast. I mean, he could uh, put a reel together, as they call it. Yeah, a reel. reel, and then he could send that to said. Ella, what? Yeah, Allison, no, Jewish chick? Please, uh, Allison Rosen. <laughs> she's, she's, you know, she's and, uh, past just being identified I think, ethnically. I think it would be him. You know, because really, I mean, you know, if anyone, it should be me. Well, you know. <laughs> it, should, it should be me. You know, I, I, I thought that as well. It was also when I was possibly fantasy casting it, kind of like you'd cast like, you know, Whitney Houston just passed on who would play her in a biopic, you know, and you kind of go, uh, you know, you, you try to figure it out. Maybe Rihanna. Wow. But, <laughs> but I, I was, you know, Thinking, and I went down my list, and I thought, oh, maybe this guy. No, I just don't think it would work. You know, the the chemistry would be off. And I came to the the, the perfect person, and I thought it would probably be me, most likely. Oh. Who? Oh. Me, yeah. Oh. And, you? Yeah, Todd Perry, right oh. here. Oh. And, you know, it's not just mm. that I've created two very successful podcasts. I have a radio mm. experience. Mm. Um, I'm kind to women and children. But I actually, I, I put together a couple lists as to why I, I think that I would be the best person to Don't co-host. I really see this, though. Yeah. I, well, it, well, not really fit. That's why I have this list. I'm trying to prove to people, just in case they hit her up on Twitter and say it would be a great idea for oh, me no. to be the co-host. Oh. I don't really care. It's on my list. Only that would really change my mind. First, you know, I'm the, I'm the ex-head writer for J-Date, so I have an understanding of like a 35-year-old <laughs> Jewish woman intimately. Wait, this is number one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, you know. Starting off heavy. I'm in the bosom of the Jewish community. Um, J-Date. We share a common agent upbringing. She's an Orange County girl. I'm a South Bay, you know, Long Beach kid, but, you know, we probably did the same things growing up. Like, we probably went to like ska shows when we were 18 and okay. you know punk shows and we were uh, older 
Mm-hmm. Uh, probably did the rave scene for a little while, you know, until it got creepy. And, uh, you know, and then probably, you know, did, did, did some Hollywood clubs later on in life. And I, and I figure we both have this inferiority complex of being people trying to do entertainment things, but growing up south of the 10 freeway. Like, that's probably a common bond, and I think that would work. Um, <clears throat> these, are, these are reasons? Like, I, I think these, I think these, are, <laughs> these, these are, are common valid? points. If we, we got you. If I was to sit down with her, we'd probably, you know, oh, you're from here. You did this. Oh, do you know this person? You, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm, building, I'm building a relationship. Similar though. weather growing up. Yeah, sim, sim, yes, okay. similar weather. We could talk about the weather yeah. or not. Because it sounds kind of like a stalker letter. No, it's a stalker letter. Uh, I'm a, I'm married. Did, did so you she, include like pictures? Like, did you draw that for real? No, like, is that is that a stick figure of you? No, no, it's not. It's it's something else. Is that her? I'm not getting. <laughs> wow. I'm not getting into what when mm-hmm. I draw things. All right. It was you know the so. heart with the, the name in it. But I figure I'm I'm married, so she never never has to worry about our relationship getting anything beyond like aggressively plutonic. <laughs> you know, like we could do things that only friends do together. You know, friend stuff like take baths together. <laughs> Uh, play doctor, you know, things like that, that, you know, it will never get weird. It'll just be, you know, us doing a show and it'll be fun and we'll be intellectually cool and then, then we'll move on with our lives. Uh, also, I'm friends with Mike Chaffee, just saying. Um, another one is, uh, my, my final one was, was um, one of my favorite quotes from Fight Club. Which Bring it is, home. Bring it home. I have pornographic movies in my house and lubricants and amyl nitrate. That was <laughs> You ever seen that scene in Fight Club where the woman yeah, like, has cancer? Yeah, and it, I just thought that's the that's the ultimate like hail mary. Like <laughs> if like you're in a club and you're trying to get some, and like the woman's not into you, like I'm pornographic movies, <laughs> lubricants and amyl nitrate. But, you know, I'm just thinking that, I, and I think maybe some of our listeners that would never, I would never in this show, Buck Adam. Yeah, sure. But you know, if I could, you know, branch out and and help her, you know, I, I think it would be great. You're just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out Wait, there. did you say how old she was? I think she's my age. Yeah, really? like 35. It's time for our listener mailbag. Your thoughts, your ideas, your criticism. Send them to show at caroutpodcast.com. Now, let's open your mail. So, uh, listener mail. Now, listener mail is a little different these days because now we have a new thing I like to call the Far Out Phone. What? what? Which is a phone number you can call and leave a voice message. And we already have one, uh, even before announcing on the show. For those of us, uh, for those of you guys who are fans of our Twitter page at Far Out Podcast and our Facebook page, uh, those people knew about it. And then uh, the Far Out Phone number is uh, 562-502-7218. It's on the website. Uh, but uh, here's our first voice message, and so uh, let's, let's hear it. Yeah, I got a question for Todd. Uh, with your extensive drug background, I don't need some help. I have a show pig that has hurt its leg, and I have to show it in three days. Do you know any kind of hardcore drugs that will really knock that sucker out? <laughs> Well, thanks. Wow. So, uh, all right. So, our listener, I, I, that sounds like te- you're from Texas, right, Adam? Yeah. The phone number was like a, a Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas area, oh. uh, where this gentleman's calling really? from. Okay, that's definitely West Texas. And he's asking you about a sow. 
about a, a pig. A, a pig, to pig. be fair. What's a sow? Yeah. We're, we're like dudes in California, so pig, sow. You know, we don't, it's like Eskimos in snow. Like, we don't have that many different words for pig. It's just kind of like a pig, or it's like a non pig. <laughs> All right, whatever. Or it's but a it, boar. Anyway, he's basically asking us to what? Be a vet? Be a veterinarian right now? Like, prescribe him something? Well, yeah, he, he wants to knock the pig out, and it hurt its legs. So I'm. I'm, I'm thinking, and he, he is referencing some extensive drug use I've done in my past. Yes. Not proud of it. <laughs> and plus, most of that stuff, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, wasn't knocking you out. It was keeping you up. <laughs> well, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It wasn't the, it was the wrong way. Right. Now, if you want, now I can help your pig if you were to bring it to me and your pig wanted to trip balls. Yeah. That would be fine. That would be, be fun. fun. Yeah. But, or, or maybe, yeah, I wanted to be sped up. Uh, you know, maybe want to get paranoid. Uh, uh, things like that, but you know, when it comes to a pig, usually here's what I recommend. Oh, first of all, I have, I have I think John Salwin actually had a little bit of advice on this. So let's let's get John's opinion real quick because he has he has an advice show he's doing these days. Hmm. Oh, that's a tough problem. Uh, maybe you should just kill yourself. All right, John. John that's not nice. John tends to give the same advice it's to like a, to everybody. It's like a Dr. Roz of suicide. Yeah, he's he's like Dr. Kevorkian, basically. But uh, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say here's what you need to do. You need to take your pig, and uh, you're gonna take some corn. Like uh, <laughs> normally, you feed uh, the, the the pig corn, and you're gonna mash it up mm. with something I like to call ketamine, which is an elephant tranquilizer. Yum. Now, Special. at first, it's gonna tr- your your pig is gonna trip balls and, and freak out, and maybe start walking erratically. It maybe. It might have kind of a PCP type reaction where the pig is going to start seeing Satan and may feel like it needs to eat the lungs and heart now, of uh, some other pigs. Yeah. Now we did a show about uh, people had a rave at like SeaWorld or something in Florida, and they pr- they had rave music and they threw a ecstasy yeah. ex- ecstasy into a pool. Is rave music needed here? Will this help the sow? No, I, you know. Well, you know, I would like to see a big pig farm <laughs> yeah, in exactly Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> I'm saying burn him a CD as well. Like well send him some drugs and burn him a CD. Uh, well, you know, you might, ex- polite. <laughs> you might excite the pig is the problem. So I'm going to say uh, give it a couple bumps of ketamine and um, Demerol Chaser. Yeah. Yeah. Be a nice pig K-hole to enjoy. Yeah, big, big pig K-hole. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on that. And uh, Far Out Phone, you guys can uh, keep bringing... Uh, your uh, queries to us yes. through the far phone. Now we have more some, intellectual uh, questions, please. But don't call during the actual show. We're trying to record a podcast. Here. <laughs> All, right. All right, now we got some uh, more listener mail here. With the listeners have sent in a lot of. Mm-hmm. Our first one here is: uh, As a man of color, perhaps you can answer a question for me. Mm. Just how do you eat chicken and waffles? Do the waffles go on the chicken? What do you top the waffle with? Do you really put chicken on the waffle covered in butter and syrup? Mm. And what kind of syrup? Personally, I'm a real maple or blueberry fan. Mm. What do they go with? Uh, what do chicken and waffles go with? Mm. With this food designed by the CIA, was this food brought? Uh, mm. Was this food designed by the CIA to bring down the black man? Based on the <laughs> butter, egg, fat content, I would have to say yes. Confused in Canada, wow. lax dude, a sad member of the low-budget Coast Guard. P.S. What the dildo, John? <laughs> now, uh, this is this is a big question. You guys ever eaten chicken and waffles? No. Frequented Roscoe's chicken and waffles? Uh, uh, tried many times. The line's always been too long. You're asking yeah. the wrong guy because uh, have it every Wednesday. We oh, actually yeah? have a chicken and waffle sandwich on the truck. Oh yeah, yes we. Do. Now, how do you eat, Buck? How do you eat? I mean, uh, the, he's saying he's a colored man, but I, I, I'm, I, yeah, I think we we are chicken and waffle a, eaters. I, how say, do you I eat? say what color, my friend? That's true. That's right. Hmm. It's a colorless world, all Buck here. 
All right, Buck. So how do you eat? Colorblind? That sucks. Who said that? <laughs> now, Buck, how do you eat your chicken and waffles? Huh? Well, it actually comes on the truck. You get, what, like a Lego? You know, Lego my ego. Ego? Ego Lego waffles. What? Okay, all right. Well, all right Lego right. my ego. You get one of those cheddar cheese and a big piece of uh, chicken, and then you get to dip it in maple syrup. Which is sweet. So you dip, you dip, you dip your chicken in the maple syrup. Oh yeah, yeah. You mm. have to. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, or country gravy, and the mm. gravy's some like real fucking like sausage gravy. All right. That's good shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's some real good shit. Now what I do when I, when I go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in the LBC, uh, what I do is you get a big buttermilk waffle, and then you get your chicken on the side. Now here, here's here's where it's interesting is you don't willfully put. The butter and the syrup on the chicken, like you're not, you're not doing that. You're begrudgingly. What are you doing? You're keeping up the illusion of of keeping them separate, but really, <laughs> what you want to do is you want a little bit of the syrup Everything. to to get on the chicken a little bit. Sure. You're not dousing it in it. You're just going, oh my god, there's syrup on my chicken, and then you eat it. And you go, oh, this is pretty good. And every time you do it, you act like it's the first time you've discovered it. That's the art of eating chicken and waffles. Hmm. So you put, uh, you put it's a hot the, sauce on it. It's a theatric show for you. Now, was this food designed uh, by the CIA to bring down the black man? No, the CIA was busy um, with the AIDS thing. I think is what they crack said. Crack to getting him addicted to crack. Right, Ronald Reagan was bringing in crack through the CIA. I think that was the right. conspiracy theory. Crack is whack. Crack is whack. So uh, I'd like to thank you uh, for that, uh, Lax dude. And now we have another piece of listener mail here. Dear Todd Buck. And Cigar Store Indian. That would be you, Ed. Hey. There you go. I didn't know I was going to be here. Here, Buck, could you read this real quick while I dig up some paperwork? Sure. I recently watched Midnight in Paris after it got nominated for Best Picture. Oh, just like Todd. Look at that. I absolutely loved it and was hoping Todd could also recommend some other favorite of his Woody Allen movies. Favorite Woody Allen movies, Todd. All right. Due to the age... Oh, due to age, the only other Woody Allen movie I've seen is Love and Death. A good movie. Due to age, what does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. Due to his age, he's a young guy. It wasn't oh. out in theaters when he. Uh, okay, we. Well, oh, he like has time I'm, to see Woody Allen's can, forty-one directorial films. He can watch all those in a week. That's true. Has he? What, well, maybe he's waiting. Old. Ridiculous. He he. Oh. Hate this guy. <laughs> he's like a kid. You're what's like, up all the preamble? He could have just said, "Hey, what's your favorite Woody Allen movie?" <laughs> exactly. Like, but, I've got an interesting question about what, some movie that you want. To I kind of read it like that, and then I read the rest of his shit. If you know, but anyway, Alexander. Small you know, time, I, small time crooks. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The, the listener's name uh, Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. And thank you, Alexander. <laughs> see, I appreciate always, our listeners. See, like, he I always, know. he always does that. I always make fun of the listeners. And he always, I'm sorry, <laughs> Alexander. Well, I mean, people take time to listen to our I know. show. I don't, I don't, Todd I, is fuming over here. The numbers can't get in. Can't get any lower. <laughs> White knuckle fury. <laughs> All right. Well, besides uh, uh, Love and Death, which is a great film, and yeah. uh, Midnight in Paris, that just came out. I actually have a list, excluding those of my top ten favorite Woody Allen movies, and I'll go through it quickly. I think Todd's favorite list thing to do is make lists. Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> got a list for every fucking thing we got. <laughs> this show is just a talking blog. It's fucking <laughs> list after list. 13-year-old girl. Number five. Uh, you know, I, I'd say uh, Woody Allen's directed like 41 movies. I'd say 25 of them are all are really good. There's a couple stinkers. Uh, basically, anything from the 70s is great. 80% of the stuff in the 80s is great. You go, go to about half of the stuff in the 90s is great. And then about one out of every three since the 90s. But the stuff still that's good is, is still as good. Can I ask you, did you like Small Time Crooks or no? Yes, I did. Oh, right. I thought you hated that. No, I like Small Time Crooks. It's not, it's not in my top ten. It's, but not, it's not great, but... It's a good movie. I thought you didn't like it. 
I like it. Uh, I'd say number 10 would be a match point mm. that came out in 2005. Saw with that. that. Sexy Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, great tennis movie. Yes, a movie about mm. uh, a tennis instructor and um, a bunch of uh, people trying to be upwardly mobile in England. It's true. And there's a murder, and uh, it has a great twist at the end. It's it's one of those movies you watched it, and if no one said it was a Woody Allen movie, you'd have no idea. You'd think it was uh, some sexy young guy, not a 70-year-old. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was a Spike Lee joint. Yeah. <laughs> It's a Tyler Perry thing. That's <laughs> crazy. Uh, number ten, uh, number nine, I would say, is a film called Zelig, which uh, Woody Allen made, and it's from 1983. Did not hear that one. And it's like a mockumentary where, like Forrest Gump, they put Woody Allen in all these like historical events, but way before what? Forrest Gump. And it's a film about a man who has. Um, He's, he's known as the human chameleon because he has such little self-esteem. He actually has the ability to become like the people he's around. So, like, if he's around, like, a bunch of uh, African-American guys, he, be- he becomes a black guy, right? And then he actually physically changes. If he's hanging around Native Americans, no. he becomes Native American. No. And if he's around, like, rich people, he becomes, like, a rich guy. And so you see Woody Allen going through all these different costume changes and... Throughout the 1920s, he becomes a phenomenon, and then the whole movie's about he actually has to go to therapy for people for him to realize who he really is, right. and he they realize that he's a guy with like really bad taste in art <laughs> who's like kind of boorish and dumb, and uh, but it sounds it, like a metaphor to me. Yes, it's a metaphoric film about uh, your sense of self. And, it's about me. Yes. <laughs> okay. I've never heard that sounds amazing it's yeah. a great film uh, number the next one would be a film called Broadway Danny Rose from 1984 where Woody plays That's a talent awesome. agent yeah. and he's a talent agent to like people with really like low end acts and you know it's like oh there's these the guys who make music on the top of wine glasses or a guy in his talking seal or whatever that was 84 yeah that was eight, black and white yeah yeah good. it's a yeah. great cinematography it has a lot of heart uh, I love that movie uh, next one Bullets Over Broadway with John Cusack it plays good. the Woody character about a guy who's a pretentious playwright who gets involved with the mob when they try to finance his play right. uh, Hannah and Her Sisters is another great one uh, number six uh, great film with Michael Caine uh, Deconstructing Harry. I, I was hoping you were going to mention that one. I think that's such an underrated one. Yes, that's one of his yeah. funniest movies and one of his oh. darkest and yeah. angry. Well, out of focus. Right. Awesome. Daddy's out of focus. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a great scene in the movie where at the end he's being honored. And because he's ruined his relationships with everyone and his wife, he takes his son, like his accountant, and a hooker <laughs> <laughs> to, to be honored. It's a fantastic film. It's really dark. Awesome. Uh, then I'd say after that is a movie called Stardust Memories which is uh, about a filmmaker who's having a hard time dealing with his audience at a, like a weekend retreat where people are watching his films. What year was that? Uh, 79, or 1980. And then I'd say it was Crimes and Misdemeanors, which is a really dark philosophical film about right and wrong and about meaningless, in, uh, whether life is meaningful or meaningless and what people can get away with and guilt. And then uh, quickly going down, number two would be a film called Manhattan, brilliant cinematography. Uh, and number one would be Annie Hall. What was the horrible Woody Allen movie I gave you on VHS? Oh, that was Picking Up the Pieces. It was a movie he didn't direct, but... <laughs> no, he was in. Started. With, like, who? Who was uh, in that? I Cheech put, Marin or something. I would have put Sleeper on there. You ever see that one? Yes, yeah. I like Sleeper. I would yeah. put it in my top ten. The, the, mm. the real... The, the kind of goofball earlier films aren't are my... I like the darker stuff. But. Yeah. I also mm. like Celebrity a lot, too. Mm. That's, def- that's a good one, too. That's a good one. Uh, honorable mention, Vicky Cristina Barcelona, The Ooh, Purple Rose of Cairo, Bananas... Husbands and wives and sleeping sweet and low down. Uh, never watch anything else, Hollywood ending or whatever works. Okay. Oh. Next, moving on. Uh, well, thank you, at, uh, Alexander, for that. And uh, mm-hmm. moving on, Valentine's Day. 
Valentine's Day is what is what is today? No clue. Uh, today's Sunday. Show goes out on Monday, so Tuesday is Valentine's Day. So Ooh, uh, tomorrow, two shopping days left. Two shopping <laughs> days left. Here's a reminder for everybody to, uh, uh, you know, get something for your woman that she loves. Plan something romantic. Now, I was thinking of a non-traditional way that people can really, um, as they say in the advertising world, spice up your Valentine's Day. <laughs> and uh, there's a. There's a lot of romantic films out there, and I thought that what if you spiced up your Valentine's Day with a little bit of Bollywood? Okay, that sounds <laughs> sounds like a bet. Go ahead. So, uh, I, you know, so lots of people are unfamiliar with Bollywood films, so we had a couple Bollywood films that were uh, recommended by the Times of India, and uh, I have some audio clips of them just so we can oh, see if good. maybe people want to watch yeah, okay. them. Okay, sure. Uh, the first one is a, is a, a film called... Uh, Jab We Met, and uh, full of life and zest, Jab We Met is a blissful tale and attracts the entertaining journey of two complete strangers who fall of love. Hmm. The, the on-screen chemistry of Karina Kapoor and Shahid Kapoor oh, pepped up the narrative and is billed as one of the best romantic comedies so far. So let's hear a clip. Sounds good. You guys is bamboo, don't catch me. The dialogue's witty. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it seemed almost like Woody Allen expired. It was kind of Annie Hollish. In the- right in my wife's alley. She likes the kind of humor, but like a little bit of romance, like... I think it'd be good. And I think lots of times there's lively uh, dance numbers and stuff in these films. Yeah. Too. Sure, sure. We'll as I've said, many, I said many times, Jai Ho, one of my favorites. Whenever Jai Ho! You know? Yeah. All right, one more. <laughs> one more from the uh, Bollywood Film Vault here. Hmm. Uh, this one's called uh, Chini Kum. Hmm. And it's an absolutely unconventional <laughs> film. Uh, Chini Kum is a sweet romance that blooms between a 64-year-old chef and a 34-year-old woman. Uh, despite a huge age gap, their attitudes meet and eventually they fall in love. Uh, there's superb performance by, uh, performances by uh, Amitak Bakhan and Taboo that make this saga convincing and it, it can be watched anytime. So this is another one. Once again, uh, the movie's called Chini Kum and we're going to listen to a clip of that uh, just to round out today's show. Chini Kum. I'm an inspector in municipality. Police Police <laughs> so there you go. So it's a, yeah. one more time. A job we met and a chini kum. Are these on Netflix? Uh, I, yeah, Indian Netflix. Mm. They're available. In, so you have to go. It's like dot in Netflix okay. dot in. You go there, and they have that. And uh, yeah, so you know, you know just what? just some ideas. Might be perfect after dinner. That's where you, that's where you're doing. Yeah, I mean that, that's what my wife and I are doing. I hope. Well, it, it's a surprise. Is the thing <laughs> we're gonna go out for a nice dinner. Don't tell her. And then I'm gonna take her to the Nod Six Cinema over here in Little oh, India, nice. in the city of Artesia. We're gonna have a good time. Now, do you guys, um, you guys, have any plan? I know, I know, Buck. You're not. You, you, you're single currently, so you're, you're not. You no, don't I'm have to perform not, this day. Nothing going on. I actually, uh, I was looking at the schedule for the week ahead at a uh, grilled cheese, and I'm like, oh no, February 14th. Uh, 
schedule me. Yeah, don't worry about it. Schedule me all day. I yeah. didn't realize what I was saying. My boss was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I think he said something like Lonely Hearts Club, huh? Yeah. Something like that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Oh, shit. I realized. Yeah. And it, well, it it's has just, to be. It's in- just another day, man. It's just another day. Is that, that's, I mean, that's what people that's say who are lonely. Yeah, it's a yeah. single point of view, man. It's just another fucking day. It's, a, it's not the weekend. It's just another fucking day. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, it seems to me that that's the markings of a great romantic comedy. You wake up Valentine's Day, feeling oh alone. Oh you get on that grilled cheese truck. Some girl comes up in line and orders something. It's, it's going to happen, yeah. And he sees a twinkle in your eye. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, it's like Ashton Kutcher and, uh, you know, well, some other broad in an over uh, overcast comedy with 20 different love love, love stories. like on. somewhere down the street making a cameo for two seconds. Yeah. 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 So you've got, you've got about seven minutes of on-screen time for this one. Adam, you got anything Stop. going on? No, I don't. I really don't. I, maybe I should. You have a chick though, right? I, well, yeah, I, yeah, you can say that. I don't say you have a chick and you've been the same person for like 10 years, but yeah. you know, kind of wife. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You got this person that you kind of around a lot. Excuse me, yeah. I think it's almost like you're saying, like it's almost like another day at this you're go- point. You're going out somewhere. Yeah, you know? you're going out somewhere. You got to do something. No, social. we're not going out somewhere. No? Going out is like the worst night to go out yeah. because they have like so. prefixed meals. Like ten, no, I'll make like spaghetti or some shit. Open up a bottle of wine. Watch. What's on Tuesday nights? Maybe American you should, Idol. Damn. I'm thinking maybe you should spice it up with the Bollywood film. <laughs> it's, I think Chini Goom, I think your wife would really it's enjoy that. Sci-fi, so that second one would be perfect. Yes. You know, here, here's here's the funny thing: is my wife every year she expects me to get some type of like flowers that are like uh, the kind of flowers she likes, right? Mm-hmm. But like me looking at flowers, like I'm I'm not a florist, I'm not a botanist, you know? I'm sure. And so when I look at flowers, I, I have no concept of what makes good flowers or what makes bad flowers. I'm, I'm like a I'm like a I'm like a Mormon at a wine tasting when it comes to flowers. And so my wife always has these high expectations for flowers, and I, I never deliver. And then she's like, "You don't remember what I like." But then I I tell her this. I told her this last year, and I think it really worked. I told her, "If I told you to go to Radio Shack." And pick out like some badass headphones or maybe some some connectors for my audio system here. Would you be able to do it? And then if you came back with the wrong thing and I got mad at you, would I have the right to be mad at you? And she said, definitely not, but still don't fuck up the flowers. <laughs> right, exactly. Tough relationship. I know. It's, it's flowers, man. Come Is on. this your first Valentine's Day being married? Um... Yes. Yeah. Woo, that's a big one. It's, uh, it's, it's the big one. Don't fuck it up. It's a bar setter. Yeah. yeah. Sit in the bar. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for joining us on the Faro Podcast today. Hey, no thing. I'd like to thank Adam Albright Hanna for hanging out on today's show. I'd like to thank you right back. Well, thank you, everybody. And uh, R.I.P. Whitney. Sexual chocolate. They play so fine, don't you agree? I believe the children are our future. Thank you. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside Give them a sense of pride Make it easier Some of the good stuff, right? Coming up Want a Coke? Join the show? (laughs) Enjoy, young man I decided long ago Never to walk in anyone's shadow if I fail, if I succeed, you can't take away my dignity. <laughs> because the greatest love of all 
inside of me. Sexy chocolate. Damn that boy can sing. You must be crazy. He good. You must be crazy.